Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's like, it wasn't even a normal spit. That was you. plantation spit. <laughs> That's master spit. That's spit bucket spit. I was like... Welcome to That Would Bang podcast, a podcast where we talk, debate, and banter about the content we watched that week. But it doesn't stop there. Not only do we discuss these shows, but we also come up with our own alternative storylines for them too. I'm your co-host, Adesi. And I'm your co-host, Patricia. And we hope you enjoy the show. Just a quick note, there might be a few spoilers in this episode, so beware. Otherwise, kick back, relax and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of That Would Bang podcast. This week we have Hina, also known as The Bookish Babe, on YouTube where she reviews novels on her channel. She's also the founder of Brian House Publishing, an independent publisher that specialises in children's books, including the Maya series and Sealer's Gift to Father Christmas. So welcome to That Would Bang. Hi guys, I'm so excited to be here. No, it's good of you to join us, man. We're excited for this <laughs> Every time they read, like, Patricia reads bios of people, I just think, wow. Like, he know, I can't lie. You're doing a lot. It's Listen, true. even hearing it, I was like, is that me? Thank you. So, yeah. But what's everyone <laughs> been watching this week? I've recently started watching Fates. Um, and that's the one with the fairies. Sorry, guys. I'm up in my la-la lands. Um, yeah, so I'm watching this, the one with the fairies. And it's giving me sex education vibes. Um but obviously with magic. Is this the Wix one? The yeah. Wix one. What's yeah. this? I've never heard of this in my life. You know, Winx, like, I remember it from like Pop Girl or that, mm-hmm. The Fairies. Oh, that's yeah. all I know. Let's do the live Winx, show. Winx, yeah, bit, The Fairies. Yeah. It's sounding very familiar. I've Googled it and it actually, I can remember this. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting. What does that um, mean? <laughs> like, it's not bad. You know what I mean? Like, it's not bad. Um, but I need to watch it over again just to just fully connect with it. Um, but I'm liking it at the moment. As I said, it's giving me that sex education by British, but very much so, like, not in England. So I'm really liking that part of it. Yeah. How many, how many seasons? There's only one at the moment. Um, which is kind of sad because, you know, the demo panic. Um, <laughs> I think we'd all like all seasons of absolutely everything that we like. But mm. yeah, it's really interesting. How's it giving sex education vibes? If like, are the fairies just like having sex or like, what would you be? Yeah, yeah. First of all, these are our prime. <laughs> these are our very, very prime. But I mean more so that like with sex education, like it was British and it was like somewhere in the UK but Mm. not placed in the UK and this one as well like everyone's speaking with a British accent but it's like I even had to double check like huh and it's not in the UK it's in a a different realm so um that's why it's giving me like sex education vibes and because you know the young kids are young kidding with boys and girls and alcohol and weed brownies (laughs) (laughs) so yeah 
Yeah, it's good. Is there anything else you've been watching or is that the main thing? Um, that's the main thing. And obviously I'm just re-watching like girlfriends and friends and stuff to just play in the background as opposed to anything new. Um, because nothing has really piqued my interest at the moment. What about you guys? What are you guys watching? I watched Bling Empire. So, bro, the drama. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm only on episode... I've just finished the third episode now and I'm just like, this is, I didn't know I needed this until now. <laughs> and I just, I love seeing how super rich people treat their families and stuff. Like the, yeah. girl, who, the girl who gave birth, like she didn't even want to touch her baby. Did you... <laughs> she gave birth in the most dainty way possible. She, there was no noise, everything. The baby just slid out essentially. Basically. And then when they placed it on her, she was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's so interesting. I'm finding it hard to think that it's all real. Like, I'm watching, or maybe it's because I'm poor, because these lot live (laughs) different. Like, wealth is a different sort of game. Like, Mm. it's different. And I'm not talking like Kim K wealth, talking like wealth. I would like to be friends with Anna. That's who I want to be friends with. She's, you know, she's 60. Yeah, yeah, she kind of looks oldish, don't you think? She does, but I was just like, these aren't your age mates. Like, do you... (laughs) I think that's why she don't care. She knows her wealth. Mm. Anna is just there like, I'm rich, billionaire rich. So Mm. no one can really try and compete with me. I hear that. And I also, I think, I don't know, Patricia, tell me, remind me if I spoke about this already, but Farewell, did I talk about that? No, I don't think you did. So Farewell was a film, I think I watched it, I don't know if it was last week, but it's basically about this girl who's Chinese American has grown up in America and she finds out that her grandma is dying and the whole family goes to China to go and like prepare for her grandma's death but the grandma doesn't know she's dying so it's literally about it's literally about the final chapter of her grandma's life but it's a secret and she doesn't know and she's just like why is everyone so sad all the time Why, do so, they, why don't they tell the grandma? Because like in Chinese culture, they said that they're always about the community. So they want the community to hold the burden. They don't want her to have the emotional stress of knowing that she has cancer and she's dying. But like, it's just a bit mad. So yeah. I recommend watching it. It's on Amazon. But yeah, that's what I watch. But doesn't she like feel it in herself? Doesn't she feel like she's dying? The, the grandma, the thing is like, she starts coughing. She is ill, but obviously she's just like, I do my, I do my feng shui in the morning. I do all my, wait, feng shui, that's not the right thing. Tai, what is it? Tai Chi. Tai Chi. Let me not be wrong. I do my Tai Chi <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> she does her Tai Chi and all her exercise and drinks all her herbs. So she feels like she's fit as a fiddle. And like when she's coughing, she's like, oh, it's just a cold. Don't worry. I just need some ibuprofen and things are changing but everyone else knows that there's something growing inside of you but it's a bit techie so it's an interesting it's an interesting story i never expected to find something like that i liked it how did you find it though it had aquafina in it um Uh, i don't know if you guys know her yeah Yeah, you know she's asians yeah really? yeah so she's known okay. for the character that had like the blonde wig and crazy rich mm-hmm, asians mm-hmm. and she's known for her black scent but that black scent disappeared in that film so i'm like sis it's very awkward mm. Mm. <laughs> but yeah Patrice, okay. what did you watch this week i've been watching rami which haven't really got my thoughts together on that one just gonna rate mm. it a seven out of ten and keep it moving because <laughs> i still need to process that it was a lot and i've also been watching Call My Agent, which mm. is another French drama, kind of like a mm. comedy drama. And it basic, it's basically about these film agents in France and their life in this agency. I've only watched two episodes. So I can't even tell you what happens to <laughs> you, but it's all right. I'm giving it a five out of 10 so far. 
just because yeah I don't know I don't know if I'm gonna like it so I'm gonna have to see what it's saying there's four seasons so oh oh is this Netflix it's Netflix I've been seeing people tweet about it um not as much as what Bling Empire but (laughs) I thought I'd start there I might I might actually pause that and start Bling Empire because that sounds a bit more juicy. Boy, it's where the money resides. It's such an interesting that. series. <laughs> that guy's so, so funny, though. Do you know what's funny about that meme, though? It's his posture. I don't even care what he's saying. It's just, why is he standing like that, though? <laughs> why did he get out of the boot? That's the question. <laughs> There's just so much going on. <laughs> but, like, you, you're saying you've watched two episodes and, like, you're not sure if you're on it. But for me, if I don't like the first episode of a show... I'm not going back. Yeah. So you're same. very committed. I can't lie. I mm-hmm. rate it. Nah. Do you know how many shows there have been where like the first season haven't hasn't been that great, but I've stuck with it. Like Modern Family, I didn't like it at first, really? and then I, yeah, I, even Phil, I didn't even like Phil, and now I'm in love with what? him. What? He has my heart. No, he has my heart, <laughs> and I don't want to hear any Phil slander. Not today. Not ever. Uh, Phil Dunphy's. <laughs> he's. Yeah, I don't He's know how Claire puts up with him. He's mad. You, do you not like Phil? <laughs> no, I don't, it's not that I don't like him. I just find him very, very annoying. Like, if I had him as a husband, I'd want to choke him out. Like, point back <gasps> period. He just doesn't... He's does, His sense is not sensible at times. Um, <laughs> but he does love Claire. I think that's the, the, that's the nice thing about it. Like, he yeah. adores his wife. But I love, love, love Modern Family. My favourite um, character is definitely Cameron. <laughs> He's so eccentric. To be honest, Cameron is he's the best. Him, <laughs> I prefer Cameron to Mitchell, definitely. I yeah. prefer yeah. Gloria to Jay, and I prefer yeah. Phil to Claire. That's it. Yeah, the, yeah. the in-laws are the best. The in-laws Basically. are the best. I think I like Lily as well, but people think she's bad vibes. I don't think she's bad vibes. She's funny. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like she's 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 interesting, but I think she's weird. Not bad vibes. She's just weird. I find she's it funny that everyone's scared of her. Because <laughs> yeah. she, she, I would be scared if that was my daughter. I'd be scared. <laughs> But then she's, like, like, she's going to kill them. Don't you think that's so extreme? <laughs> I'm not surprised, though. I'm not, but do you know, do you know, actually, the true villain or bad vibe, bad vibiest character mm-hmm. <laughs> in Modern Family is Al- Alex. Yeah, 100% Alex. Yeah, yeah. she is. 110%. She's awful. They, I think they did her wrong in that, in that show. Mm-hmm. She was the worst character and she was so poorly developed. She had no... She was poorly She was just developed. there to shower at her family. Exactly. That's Thinking she's smarter than everyone, like, relax, sis, relax. Yeah. 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 Oh, God, Alex. It gets like that, though. <laughs> no, actually, no, she's not the worst character. Oh. What's Thingy's boyfriend called? Dylan. No, he's uh, funny. No. no. He's trash. No, Dylan no. is trash. I would not marry Dylan. God forbid. Every time he enters a scene, I just want him to exit. Like, please leave the show alone. Please. I, you know, Dylan is annoying. And that's because he reminds me of Phil. Claire, Mar- not Claire. Haley married her Sorry, dad. Patricia. Like she's with her dad. <laughs> I can't believe this. You know. I'm, just, I'm actually stressed. Dylan compared to Phil. No. They're the same. No, but yeah, they're one of the same. Patricia Deep it. They are no. the same. Was his name like Andy? It was Andy and oh. Phil that were yeah. like that oh, was similar. Yeah. True, 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 true. Andy was weird as well. <sighs> yeah, he was. Why annoying. did Haley go like for them? Why did she go know. for those guys? I really don't know. All right, so should we talk about Lupin? Lupin. Lupin. <laughs> I'm glad someone's saying it, Lupin. I had to, when I heard them say Lupin in the show, because before I was saying Lupin, I was like, I'm watching Lupin. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but anyone who says Lupin is a basic B. <laughs> 
Sorry, but how can you look at that and say Lupin instead of Lupin? Lupin, it's Lupin, man. It's Lupin. Don't kill me. Oh my god. So what did we what did we think of Lupin, guys? Lupin is giving me a cross between money heist and prison break vibes. Mm. Okay. Um, I like it. I like it. I'm not big on series where there's like a voiceover. I felt like at times the voiceover and the motion picture wasn't in sync. Wait, um, you watched it with the voiceover? I watched it yeah, in well, French. Yeah, I think I there's, a, there's an... Oh, really? Ah. Oh. No, yeah. I watched it in English. You watched it in French? And then subtitles. I, can't, I honestly can't ah. listen to dubbed or watch dubbed shows. I think it just looks too awkward. I think I you'll enjoy it, in it more English. in French, to be honest. Yeah. I, may, I might have to go back then because Literally, I was watching it. I was like, why is it not? It's just not flowing. Of course it's it won't. It's two different languages. <laughs> Patricia, yeah, what did you think? I enjoyed it. I remember I was like, oof, don't know. It's a bit like simple. And by simple, I just mean there, he was not having any stress. Like everything he did was sort of working out for him. Mm-hmm. But then once I got to the end, it just felt like... There was a bit more grit, a bit more heart to it. So I feel like I did enjoy it. I thought the ending was really good though. It ended on a cliffhanger and I was yeah. like, okay, now I need season two. Mm. I thought they really ramped it up in the in the last episode. But yeah, mm. now I enjoyed it still. I feel like with with Hina, I agree with Hina, like it's a cross between money heist, but I'd say James Bond rather than like prison mm. bait break. Yeah. Because I think with Lupin, they're selling the character. <laughs> they're selling the vibe, the swag, the source. It's not mm. It's not the storyline. I don't think it's the plot that they're selling because mm. a lot in, in the actual reality, like the plot doesn't, it doesn't, it's all too easy for him. Yeah. So I think we're just there to see that this guy's a gentleman. He's smart, master of disguise. He's a bit sexy. I don't know if he's mm. sexy. Like, he's a vibe. Like he has some, He's got an Id- um, Idris Alba thing going on for him, don't you think? Mm. Or is it just mm-hmm. me? Am I forcing it? No, no, you're not. You're not. You're not. I hear it. I hear I it. Hear it. <laughs> but, I don't know. the side of my eye, I was like, hmm, that's okay. I don't know if <laughs> I love him as a character, though. What? I don't, I don't, yeah, think, I don't yeah. think they were selling him as a character. I think they were very much selling the plot. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. what okay what why would you say that tell me why tell me why let me hear I don't think I really identified with him at any point mm-hmm. I think they were trying to like with the flashbacks to him being in an orphanage and stuff like that but I I just it, I just wasn't feeling it I don't know what it was I don't think he was an exceptional character he was definitely intelligent but yeah. there wasn't really much to him I don't know if it was because we didn't have enough time to sort of build up that love for him but I think I was definitely driven by the plot and yeah. what would happen Adesla, you look yeah. a little bit stressed right now. <laughs> oh, no, I, oh. I agree with Patricia. Like, I was there for Lupin. Like, I was a, I, the character, the main character, I was just like, you're just a vessel, really. Yeah. Like, we're not really here for you. Um, <laughs> the backstory, too, I was like, hmm, yeah. it's sad, but I'm here for Lupin and all his little tricks. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was all the little tricks. Like, all the little tricks. Breaking into prison. You're thinking, are you mad? Like, you're breaking into prison. No one does that. And then he broke out of prison. In broad like, daylight. In broad daylight. And the other guy just walked out of there like it was calm, like he was leaving a cafe. So, wow. in... But guys, do you feel like you're saying that's the plot? I don't think that's the plot. I think that's Lupin. I think that's our set. <laughs> no, all, all honesty, because you're saying like all the things you're mentioning, that shows his swag as a character. He's like, mm. he's like, imagine if the professor in Money Heist had his okay. own show, just him himself. It's about his personality. That's Lupin's personality. Like, do you get mm. what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's not, not you think it's not. his personality. It's the character from the book's personality. Exactly. No? His whole uh, yeah, thing okay. is based on the book. 
yeah, you don't get to see it. Like, you only know his sob story and the yeah. dad sitch. And you're like, oh, yeah, but I'm just not connecting even, with you. Even in the scene where they were on the train to go to that little festival thing. Mm. Like, you didn't even get to really enjoy a scene with them as a family. Not for long until mm. it went back to his mission like mm. quote unquote mission where the guy on the train mm. was chasing him it's very much you only get to see him within the parameters of what he's trying to achieve with this revenge plot you don't really yeah. see him out interact with anyone else outside of that like yeah, even the secondary characters but when you see him in this revenge plot it's the little quirks and who he is like the little jokes he tells <laughs> the little things that he allows to happen the f- i don't know like the fact that he's a gentleman maybe maybe that's what's telling me i think he's a gentleman you know the way he handles everything he's not killing people his vibe is not too extreme it's it's the source he's gentle with it he doesn't do, t- <laughs> doesn't do too much but how did you guys feel about watching do you guys watch a lot of um shows that are foreign like as a whole I don't, you know, only Money Heist in this one. To be fair, I don't come across them as much on Netflix. I feel like because I'm just always watching Friends, so they never really recommend anything new to me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But yeah, I I never come across them. But now that I know that you can watch it in the original language and have the subtitles on, I'm more open to like going out and seeing what's there because Money Heist and now Lupin, Really, they've been taking my life and my time, so I want to see what's out there for me. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. No, I don't. I don't feel like I watch many foreign films. You know, I feel like I might start because they're actually really good. I feel like they know how to do the drama and the, I don't know, yeah, the passion. I don't know. It's just got a little bit of Jennifer Qua to it, like that. I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. So I might, I might see what else is out there. I think you guys should like Netflix. Maybe it's because I'm a K drama stan in general, but okay, guys, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the Patrice, Patricia, Pete, <laughs> don't yeah. come for me like K-drama this. K drama people love the drama, man. No, like... because I just think one thing I felt ever since I started watching foreign channels or foreign shows from different countries, I just realised that the American and British way of telling stories is so simple. Mm. When you watch things from other countries, you're like, rah, so this is what can happen in this life. What? <laughs> There's a lot of French drama. Like I was telling Patricia about um, a show called The Hookup, The Hookup Plan, and they deemed it as like a love actually. And it's basically about a girl who is getting over a breakup, but her friends hire a prostitute for her and she falls in love with the prostitute. And it's just oh, about, okay. it's mad techie because she doesn't know that he they hired him. So it's about that journey. It's techie, but it's French. And is it's he cool. falling with her, in love with her back? Or he did, is, okay, okay, but the friends cool. are still paying him. So it's them ones is like, do you really love this girl? Are you there for the money? Like, what's the vibe? Okay, so I need to watch that one. That sounds good. Yeah, the hookup plan. And it's cute. So what did you guys think about how Lupin tackled like race and that? aspect in it because I thought it was interesting <clears throat> yeah I found that I thought it was interesting and I think that's why the whole swapping the man thing in prison had me a bit like what's going on mm. is, is this racial are you trying to say we look the same because these two men were not even the same heights the same weights <laughs> so how are you just allowing him to walk through I had to pull it up. Like, is he is he actually going? No, the producers used to answer for their crimes. That was ridiculous. It it was intentional, though. That was intent, guys. No, but okay. Do you know what? Yeah. At the start of the show, he said Lupin said no. His name is even Hassan, so I don't know why I'm calling him. (laughs) But um, he was like, no one looks like no one looks at the people at the bottom of like the social like hierarchy and i think everything he did basically capitalized on that which is why when he went into prison he knew no one was gonna look so they were just like one black man in one black man out 
they didn't really deep that they were not the same person that they looked nothing alike (laughs) had nothing in common essentially apart from their skin color i feel like they deliberately played on that but there was a line like when they did the exchange i think it was like he said something like we look the same or since we look the same it was a it was a Mm, dick that's how i read a little subtle Uh you know okay Oh, it's just interesting. I don't know. What else did you guys pick up regarding race on the show and stuff? I felt like it's not really limited to Lupin, but mm. like mm-hmm. you're going to do one black man and just nothing else. No, no. Like there was literally one black character, essentially. The others were kind of <laughs> either like biracial or like light skin. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I just feel like in a lot of these shows, they kind of just say, we're going to give you one. Yeah, gonna give you yeah, one yeah. you're the grateful token. yeah we're gonna <laughs> the give you the token. token that's what you're getting and that was it like i know that's not really like limited <laughs> to the plot but it really i always notice it in everything that i watch that there's mm-hmm. just such a like especially black women but let me not talk too much but you just won't mm-hmm. see them at all um him and his dad were what migrants yeah so they weren't from france originally so i was like okay that makes sense but mm. not not even someone walking down the street during the madness <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <laughs> just a little, oh, Something. but no, it was just him, Lupin, doing what he had to do. But speaking of him and his dad being migrants, I think, I don't know, like, what were your thoughts on that and how people treated them as a duo? I think, I don't know. It was sad, because obviously oh. the only reason that they were targeted to, like, I guess, like, take on the um, this crime mm. was because no one really knew who they were. They didn't really have any attachment to um, the country and where they were living. And they were migrants. And the family were rich and knew that they could put it on them. And I found that really, really sad. And the fact that no one was remorseful. The dad just seemed like very like, listen, Bella stop Grinny. asking me questions. Stop <laughs> asking me questions. It's, it's done. <laughs> Wait. Um, but yeah, very, very sad. Um, but I guess that's how... The world works with like capitalism and society and when you're poor and when you're black and poor, no one really cares. They just do anything they want to do. There's definitely a lot of social commentary undertones to the show, Mm. Um, especially regarding the mic. Even the fact that I just wanted to know where his mum was. Like Mm. there was no mum. They didn't explain everything. It was just him and his dad. Even like, what's what's the woman who he had his first kiss with? Was it? Oh, that was the daughter, no? The daughter, yeah. When she was like, can you swim? And he just went, it's the water. Yeah, (laughs) and the fact that she knew that, like, black people don't really swim like that. It's just a bit weird. I was like, you want to go and dance with this girl? Like, what the heck? (laughs) Do we know who the producers are? Mm, That's a good question, you know. There was a lot of microaggressions in it, Mm because even when Asan was um, pretending to be, like, that rich billionaire investor to get Mm. into the Louvre, Mm-hmm. It was like everyone else was thrown in their bids, but they didn't feel the need to check their background and whether they actually had the oh, funds. Yeah, when he now true. said, I'm bidding this much, they said, okay, well, this is a black man with this much money. Let me actually pull up who he is. Yeah. And then once once they kind of, well, it was fake, but once they saw that he had the money, suddenly it was like their whole demeanor and their behavior towards him completely changed. But mm. what I did find interesting is later on in that scene where they had been robbed by those two mm. guys, essentially. And yeah. he lost the thing. And the security came in and still searched him, even though in that scenario, even though it was set was up by victim. himself, he mm-hmm. was the victim and they still yeah. kind of saw him as the perpetrator. I just, oh. yeah. Bare microaggressions, oh, macroaggressions, all good. of them. 
Yeah, I think they were mm. mad intentional with that, actually. It's the whole thing, even the fact... And he he knew about it and he used it to his advantage. Because remember when mm-hmm. he... I can't remember the scene where he was pretending to be like one IT tech guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Is it because of black? I was like, dude. But <laughs> <laughs> well, the way the man shut up was like, huh? Yeah, he didn't want a kiss. Yeah, he didn't want it. He did not want it. But yeah, I, w- I didn't think of it like that. But with you guys explaining it, I'm seeing it more now. Like, mm. that is really interesting. I hope in the second season they find the mom. Like, as Patricia was saying, like, we didn't, we're not, like, we, we didn't buy into him. So it would be mm. nice to buy into him. Because I'm not going to lie, with the whole revenge plot, I said, listen, if this was my dad, I'd say, say, you were done wrong. Let me live my life. <laughs> because <laughs> let me continue. <laughs> I don't think it's enough. Like we need, we need more. We need more. <laughs> I feel like his relationship with his son was really weird. Yeah. Did you? Not- I didn't believe it for one single second. Yeah. He was like fourteen, and you're like, I bought you a book and a magician kit. Like, what the heck is this? He does not know anything about fourteen year olds, clearly. At all. And not the son buying into it and reading the book. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit much it was a bit much and I didn't really understand his relationship with the mom either so mm. like are they together like yeah. what is going on because she's dating and living her life mm-hmm. but he's very much so romanticising the fact that you know they have some sort of weird little and I just didn't understand it um, mm. so it would have been nice to see that develop a bit more and obviously they tried to do the whole flashback thing at, in this case, I don't think the flashbacks worked as well as they could have mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, that happened, but what does it mean for the current situation? Nothing. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> like, why did you tell us that? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like they did the flashbacks, yeah. Because if you think about the last episode and their son, spoiler alert, their son, you know, getting kidnapped, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. to build up that drama, they had to do the flashback to to sort of mm. flesh up that kind of family unit and how they came to be, to be like, this feels like a loss now that their son is gone. Because if he didn't have those flashbacks, I don't know if he would have really cared that their son... Well, he would have cared, but what? I don't think it would have, like, hit the same. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? An entire child. Okay. <laughs> no way. <don't>... What? <laughs> let, me, let me rephrase. I just mean okay. to make it as emotive as it could possibly be, I think they needed to have the flashbacks so you could just see how they grew as a family. I feel but like they didn't really grow as a family unit, did you think? Like, I, d- I saw them as separately. I saw the mum and the son as the mum and the son. And then I saw him as him. I don't know what's going on for you guys. Like, are you trying to make it work? And I think even with the plot, it's like, wh- what? where are we going with this? Like, what's going to happen at the end? Like, I need to know what the end goal is. Because I just don't, I don't know how long we can be going back and forth with the same Lupin against the family about the jewellery. <laughs> how long can we go with this? Mm. So, yeah. I think it'll be one of those things that they probably end end it in season two or and then they'll bring up a new thing. Like with Money Heist, you thought there'll be one heist, but no, they had another one. Yeah, so, had even in the relationship between the, I think her name is Claire, Claire and Hassan. I think mm-hmm. the situation was that like, she really liked him, but mm-hmm. his obsession, his creepy, unhealthy obsession with Lupin. 
Yeah. <laughs> this book <laughs> and this I need family. To read this book, you know. Yeah, I think I need to read it as well, actually. Mm. But this creepy obsession is what's driving a wedge between them, and he can't tell her why. Like this whole your whole life, you've been holding it in. Nobody knows what you're doing apart from your best friend. Like I thought, I just thought it was a bit weird. Like, yeah. which if you guys were in a relationship with a guy who had this like this obsession with a book, would you not see it as a red flag? What would a you big think, one. Mate? It wouldn't even I'd get that like, far for me to even spot weird, the flag. Bro. <laughs> Yeah, not carrying the book around with you. And now you're trying to bring, bring it into my child's life. You're weird. And just trying to think about it in the UK. Like, what book would a UK guy have? I just can't imagine Rich dad, it. poor Some... dad, man. I was about yeah. to say, they love that one. <laughs> they love that one. I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> but I did. <laughs> I did, like, even though he's been plotting, I like when his plots worked, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. from the beginning, they started with the biggest possible thing that could potentially happen. Like, you steal something from the Louvre. The Louvre. 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 <laughs> they started with, like, the biggest thing, and then they worked their way, like, back out of it. Like, I didn't feel like you could top the first episode, personally. I thought it was really yeah. good. I just liked how he thought of everything. There was a plan for everyone. I just thought, you know the lady he got to help him, the journalist? Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like there was any point of her helping him? Not a single point. Y- yeah. <laughs> Sis got herself taken out. So I was just like... <laughs> I was a bit confused. But then I was also confused when he did the whole live broadcast thing. Was it me that was just like, I can see this is Lupin? Because <laughs> is it just me? That the, the disguises weren't disguising. I just got one patchy beard With, that he just attached this. I was so confused. Me. I was just like, wow. Even mm. in that episode where they were on the train, yeah. And mm-hmm. um, he got off and the police were like going to catch someone on that train mm-hmm. and he was there in the front hands up you could see oh, yeah. his face mm-hmm. and the police ran straight past him and then to the other guy arrested the other guy the hitman guy yeah and i was like okay so you're the police but you still didn't clock that this is the guy that you're after and he the has a very distinct face but that's it a race thing again. maybe it's like social like satire or something because i'm not understanding it because they had sketches of lupin and you could see that's the man that you want yeah. And then you've come and arrested someone else. What is... To answer your question, Odessa, I feel like that extent, I feel like that's too much. Like, that's that's blatantly the guy that you're after and to not... But they said that... I know that all the police know is that they're after a black man, right? Mm-hmm. And the guy texts the police saying that it's a man in a camel jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So, like, they true. just went for the black man in the camel jacket. But then also, wouldn't you think that they communicate between like teams and police stations that they would be like okay just high alert this man yeah Here's this police like send, send the pictures around they even had like pictures of him and it when looked he was like with him. The, and it very clear off his face they had and him in like, 4k mate <laughs> <laughs> and i was like I, I i don't get it like but even the fact that the police you know that police officer i think his name is yusuf the one who was always obsessed with lupin as a whole don't you feel like that was just so conveniently placed that someone knew about lupin <laughs> And he had all the books on his desk as well, yeah. stretching it. And then they like kicked him off the case as well. And it was just like <laughs> the one guy that actually has all the answers for you. All the answers. Mm. It's in the books. The answer's in the book. Mm. I think that's what I'm saying. Um, in it, you know his next move. I don't understand. He looks at everything in hindsight like, oh my gosh, that happened. I'm like, so why don't you just read ahead? Read. <laughs> No, the more we talk about it, the more I'm thinking how, of how ridiculous it is. They're yeah. lucky that they had the pace and the drama because there are a lot of plot holes in this. 
That's what I'm saying. Were you there for the plot? You're there for the character, man. The plot is not that. You're talking about the plot. The plot Mm -hmm. has holes. I'm not going to lie. I got there because of the hype. I saw people on Twitter. They were saying Lupin, Lupin. Well, they're saying Lupin. So I went to Lupin (laughs) (laughs) and I I saw Lupin. I said, oh, okay. So I watched it because it was being hyped up. So I'm, I'm glad I stuck it out. However, will I be returning to see what happens in the second season? I don't know. Whoa, I don't know. I don't know from grips. Yeah, I don't yeah. know from grips. Like it was good, but I don't know from grips. And I saw someone tweet, "Lupine's not the show you guys think it is." And I said, "Hmm, let me like this one." Matting. Someone even tweeted that it was better than Money Heist. I said, "You need to go no, and get, get some fresh air. air. That's a big stretch. Get fresh <laughs> air quickly." Because <laughs> <laughs> you're lying. You're too comfortable with lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. full of lies. Do you know what's really interesting though? I was doing like research. Well, I say research. I googled the cast, <laughs> and um, obviously, Asana is played by someone. <laughs> it's played That's by someone. Don't oh, discredit yourself, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Put in that time. Put in that work. It is. Um, but the actor's played by like Omar Sy. And I deep that he's actually been in a lot of things. And I was like, it's weird that that didn't translate into the mainstream. He's very much mm. kind of been in a lot of things within France. But a lot okay. of his other characters have been kind of... He's done like more comedies and kind of like... I don't see him as happy a Happy go lucky kind of emotional <laughs> film. Yeah, he's actually, I think he actually is a comedian as well. I, I think. Really? Don't quote me on that. He's a comedian. And really? That's my, I feel like I, I could that. I only that. see him playing Lupin, like, right? Yeah, like, Lupin, yeah. But yeah, a lot of his other films, like he's done the kind of emotional, the pursuit of happiness kind of movies. And he's oh, also cute. done quite a, a comedy movie. So I just find, yeah, I just feel like now I'm going to sort of like look for more things that aren't necessarily British or American, just because I feel like I need that, I need that difference. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. fresh, something different. So we are going to move on to the second part of the podcast. Okay, I'm really excited for this then. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We're moving on to the second half of the podcast where Desi and I take a scene from the show and come up with our own versions of what should have happened. Our guests will pick their favourite and you guys can join in using the hashtag TWBPod. Patricia's going first this week. I haven't listened to Patricia's one, so this is my first time listening to it now. All right. <laughs> Before we play it, just going to okay. let you know about the scene that we picked and then an intro okay. into my scene. Basically, we've chosen, you know that scene where they're flashing back and it's Babakar, so Asan's dad, who is supposed to be signing the confes- confession in prison. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we've picked that scene. 
to work from. So with mine, it's what would happen if he didn't actually sign the confession. Okay, brilliant. And then we're going to see how that plays out for this family. Babakar looks down at the confession and back up at Anne, hands shaking. He tears up the paper and leaves the pieces in front of her. Anne sighs and leaves, but as she walks away, we see a dark expression cross her face. Babakar is released from custody and he's adamant that Pellegrini is framing him. So he enlists Hassan to be the decoy and pretend to cut ties with him for being a thief so that Hassan can spy on Anne and Hubert as he continues to live in their home. Hubert is smacking his lips, <laughs> thinking he's going to get away with insurance fraud. He's unaware that Babakar has been released from prison because Dumont has kept it from him in an effort to do the right thing. Hubert looks for the necklace in a secret safe in his office, but it's gone. He smashes a whiskey glass against the wall, cursing and immediately suspecting the little black boy under his roof. Hubert searches for Hassan around the house, but Hassan is already planning to meet Babakar at a jeweler's downtown and is en route. He's smug, because previously that evening he heard a voicemail left for the Pellegrinis from the jewellers. Their necklace has been appraised and a buyer is available to buy it cash in hand. Hassan breaks into the shop, empty and pitch black, expecting to catch Hubert in the middle of the sale. His father hasn't arrived yet, so he tiptoes around, until he hears a cocked gun behind him. He turns around slowly. It's Anne, briefcase in one hand and a gun in the other. Calmly, she says she's leaving Hubert and nobody can stop her before she fires the gun. We hear a thud, the screen goes black for a second before the camera pans down to reveal Babakar on the ground, gasping for breath and blood gushing from his chest. Guys, your reactions are killing me so much. First of all, let me come back. Oh my God. (laughs) Sis, you did what you had to do. (laughs) What the heck? (laughs) I feel so abandoned. Your your reactions are actually killing me. Your facial expressions were doing the most during that whole thing. No, that's, um, I loved it. Oh, do you know what? I don't even want to go next. I can't even lie. No, I'm <laughs> really excited to hear. No, 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 no. <sighs> disclaimer, disclaimer. Can't lie. One, Patricia, that was very good. That was very, very good. But I believe you told three episodes instead of I one. Know. Instead of I, one I was scene. telling you, it was oh. so long in it. <laughs> it was a scene, and I was like, I thought we were doing a scene. <laughs> but yeah, right. you actually went not, to the I'm entire, not, the end of it. I'm not coming against it. It was good. Let, I just have to step up my game. It okay. was really, really good. Like when I heard the the paper rip up, I said, "Oh, okay, this is where <laughs> we're starting off." It was good. I liked it. All right, let's listen to Desi's. Mine is a different approach to Patricia's. Um, <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I kind of focus mine in a more condensed way, um, but it's the same thing regarding Babaka doesn't sign the confession. That another way of um, Asan getting to where he is now, if that makes sense. Okay. Each day, Pellegrini sends a different representative to prison to talk to Babaka. They knock on his door, offering him different amounts of money, but he refuses each time, vowing his innocence. One day, Pellegrini bursts into the prison himself. 
When his final bribe doesn't work, he erupts and vows that Babacar will regret this decision. Meanwhile, Asan tries to call and visit his dad, but his access is denied with no explanation. That night, we see two guards going to Babaka's prison cell with a fresh set of bedsheets. The door closes, we hear muffled shouts and struggles. They exit, and Babaka is left dead on his bed. But Asan, oblivious to what has just happened, tries to take matters into his own hands. He puts on his best clothes and walks to the Pellegrini house to try and beg them to release his innocent father. But when he buzzes at the gate, no one answers. Desperate and determined, he sneaks through the back and can hear Pellegrini shouting in the study. Arsam presses his ear against the door. We hear Pellegrini commanding an officer to cover up Babaka's death. Despair strikes through Arsam, causing him to knock over a vase. The police officer opens the door and tries to grab him, but Arsam escapes and sprints home terrified. But it's too late. Pellegrini's henchmen are already outside his flat. He has no choice but to abandon everything and go on the run. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) Both, I think the sound effects, I absolutely love. The soundtrack in the back, I love both of them. (laughs) Oh my God. I don't have to pick, do I? Oh yeah, so you will. But before, you don't have to do it straight away. Feel free to ask us questions about them. Like I can ask Patricia questions, she'll ask me. You ask okay. both of us. Pick it apart. Ask us why we did it. Ask, tell mm. us the loopholes. Let us know. Let's find out. Can I just say though, Desi, I feel like the way you thought of it was actually really good. Weirdly enough, I don't. I didn't think of the scene as the scene. Like you actually explored like them coming to like give him bribes, and then how he actually ends up murdered. Whereas mine really went so big. I still rate my scene, but it was so <laughs> like, it was so, there's so much going on. But yeah, it was good. Okay, I've got a question. I think it's for Desi first. When it comes to the bribing, how did the bribing situation work? Because wouldn't they have like clocked on that he was innocent if the family were bribing him basically but i felt like from the get-go the police were corrupt the whole situation the fact he even ended up in there no one was on his side so mm-hmm. i just saw it as like pellegrini is probably in charge of the people in prison he's probably even bribed them and he mm-hmm. just wants mm-hmm. to clear his name officially babakar has such a strong sense of like conviction that he hasn't mm-hmm. done it that he's not gonna bow i think he wanted to show his son that i'm innocent man i'm not guilty mm-hmm. so that's how it would have worked <laughs> for me anyway so yeah Okay, cool. And then the guards were basically in on the whole thing the guards and ended up yeah. killing think, him. Um, Pellegrini literally sent a message to like, you know what? The guards like kill him off. Just like how, you know, when Assam was in prison and that guy just spat in his food in the most disgusting mm. way possible. But it's like, it wasn't even a normal spit. That was you. plantation spit. <laughs> That's master spit. That's spit bucket spit. I was like... It was disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. You know, you're actually right though. And it's, that, it's in that sense that the guards, like, why would a guard do that? Like, mm-hmm. It's true. So I want to show corruption. What's Dumont doing through all of this? Because you know he kind of ended up doing what Pellegrini wanted and to go along with the whole framing situation. He was the police <laughs> officer that Pellegrini was talking to in yeah. the... Oh, right, yeah. I just didn't know his name. So he's the one that tried to catch Hassan when he overheard them that they killed his dad, essentially. So he's still corrupt. Yeah, of course. Of course he is. But you could feel like he has a bit of a conscience. He was still shit, but... Okay, I I really do. I did... Patricia, I really rate yours. I love it. 
obviously the wife's there with the gun. First of, first of all, I didn't know who was was shot until the very end, and I really liked that. Mm. I was just like, was it a son? Was it who was it? Plot twist. Um. <laughs> so who's the son? Like, what's he trying to do? Like, who's he getting? revenge for because the dad's dead obviously and the mum's run off with the jewelry where does the plot go that's what's going to make it really interesting because i think he's going to have beef with the pellegrinis as a whole but i wanted to bring mm. the i wanted to bring the wife in a bit because she was a bit mm. of a side character and i just felt like she could have been a lot more complicit in the crimes that pellegrini was about but i think following that yeah potentially he could get vengeance for Anne mm. and try to track her down because she was actually responsible for killing his dad's dad, yes, yeah. but <laughs> equally, the whole reason Babaka was still in prison is because of like Hubert. So I feel like he's just gonna want to get revenge on the whole Pellegrini family as a whole, and not just not just the guy altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the necklace is actually gone now. Yeah, she's taking, taking it. it. Yeah, yeah, fam. So what that what does that mean for the family? Because that was their whole reason, isn't it? Yeah. To get it so they can resell it and do all this kind of stuff. So what does that mean? Like, are they still up? Are they still living? I think it's going to make it a lot more complex, though, because mm-hmm. now I'm thinking, like, what the hell is Hubert going to do? Like, <laughs> he's going to have beef with his own, like, wife. I think it's going to be, like, loads of people trying to get revenge oh on the, the next necklace. person. And I think yeah. it's going to... It could either get really complicated, but it could equally be really sort of, like, intricate and just tense because they're all trying to get one up on the other. But I just feel like adding Anne as a third character seems so interesting like mm-hmm, very like a black widow character you know but Hina before okay. you pick before you pick um okay. we do Patricia and I do have 10 seconds to pitch to you why you should pick <laughs> us right um okay. I'm gonna get my timer up Patricia will get our timer okay. up but, um, <laughs> Patricia since you went first I'm gonna give you 10 seconds first you ready right. wait, wait wait let me just Come. let me get the let me let it land in my head. <laughs> it's alright. Are you ready? Your ten seconds starts now. I feel like mine is really creative because I added in a strong female character with Anne. There was two plot twists because you didn't even know who died at the end as well. <laughs> Plus, you get the father-son relationship with Babakar and Anne just for Time's a little up. bit. Times up. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sweating. I was like begging Hina. Just like please, both of you. <laughs> you did well though. You did well. You even started late. You started at eight seconds late. <laughs> I'm going to count you down. Three, two, one, go. I think I provided a strong sense of why as to why Asan is the way he is. I think it gave clarity about who Babaka's character is, makes you like Asan even more and all makes right, you all understand. Right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> well, that was really quick. Was that 10 seconds? It was 10 seconds. It's hard. It's hard. But yeah. Okay. I forgot some comments. So what you were saying, Odessi, about making Asan a bit more likeable, it's very true, actually. I feel like your bit, your alternative ending really made you want to... You made him a bit more personable. Do you know what I mean? Like, before, it's just like, the story was there, but we couldn't really connect to it. But this one, it was like, like, that's really messed up. Mm. And he should definitely get back at everyone. Mm. Um, Patricia's... I found you was really funny. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> There's so much going on. Um, but I really like, I really like the 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 two plot thing. Because mm. then it's just like, where is this going? And why did Anne betray the entire family? Yep. Like, and now it's, it just seems like Polo Asun's being pulled into some rich people so drama that he didn't have to be in. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, they could have left him alone. But yeah, they were both really good. So I enjoyed them both. I have to pick now. <laughs> Why is my heart racing? Great. 
I'm trying not to get attached. I'm trying not to get attached. In my head, I'm like, it's just a podcast. It's just a podcast. I don't even care. I don't even want to win. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'm going to pick Patricia. Oh my God, what the heck? He not. He not. No. What the heck? I'm picking Patricia's because like whilst yours was really good, I did, um I just feel like and I see it was still quite linear, whereas Patricia's is like, what's gonna happen here? Oh, no, let me I'll pick Patricia's now. <laughs> let me I'll pick Patricia's. If we go Patricia's, right? That's not Lupin anymore. It's not Lupin. <laughs> it's Lupin though. That's it's a different still, show. It's Revenge Against the Pellegrinis. That's is that not Lupin? Lupin. That's, That's not Lupin, Lupin, baby. That's Lupin, I'm telling you why Lupin is Lupin. <laughs> you're, t- you're choosing a different show. What the heck? Go you need to go outside and get some fresh oh, air because you're getting too tense. Go outside, so get a cup of tea, go for a walk. I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. I really did like your um, version as well. I did. I really liked it. I was like, wow, like they're taking the piss. She said, I'd with Patricia's. But yeah, we'll have guns. to go with Patricia's. But that's not to say that Patricia's, I feel like yours has the potential to do Hickey Haggle. It's true. But... <laughs> but I didn't say enough for it to actually be. But yeah. Oh, don't be bitter, baby. Come on. <laughs> no, this podcast is ending soon. <laughs> it's all right. I'm not triggered. Um, but anyway, guys. <laughs> We've come to the end of the episode. Patricia yeah. did win. This was I so did, good. I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. Patricia <laughs> did win, everyone. And um, if you guys agree, let us know at the TWB pod, at us on Twitter and on Instagram. So we can know or use the hashtag, the TWB pod. So if you actually believe that I was done an injustice, let that know. If you don't agree, <laughs> don't speak. I don't want to hear it, okay? <laughs> Hina, would you like to shout anything out before we before we sign out oh maybe just myself subscribe to my youtube channel um you can find me at bookish babe and follow me on instagram and twitter at hina j brian i tweet i post occasionally and i'm always talking about books so yeah follow me yeah guys you won't regret that one still (laughs) i love it i think she has her channel's amazing she's very relatable thank you and she speaks facts and she's very smart i love it Hello. Thank you. So that's it for today's episode. If you did enjoy this podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast or rate us and leave a cheeky review because we love it and it helps us out. Um, I'm at Adi Adesi if you ever want to follow me. And I'm at double underscore PDVR if you want to follow me on Twitter or IG. Love it. So, guys, until next week, we'll see you later then. Bye. Bye. That's it for today's episode, guys. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, follow us at the TWB pod on Instagram and Twitter. Or you can join in the conversation using the hashtag TWB pod. If you like what you heard, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Acast app, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you love what you heard, drop a rating and a cheeky review. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.